Adults whose parents are still alive know how complex and ever-evolving those relationships can be. I'm Lisa Morgan, and today on The Weekly Reader, our book critic Marianne Winnick reviews two new novels about navigating life with mom as a grown-up. Hi, Marianne. Hi, Lisa. First up, Flores and Miss Paula, a workplace dramedy by Melissa Rivero, which I recently covered as a People magazine pick. It's been three years since Martine's death, and his wife and daughter really have not recovered. Basically, each of them has been burying herself in her job, which fit their generational profiles perfectly. Miss Paula is a clerk at a discount store called Dollar Bills, and her daughter Monica is a finance person at an online fish and aquarium startup where there are so many people named Monica that she goes by her last name, Flores. What I loved most about this book was its snappy dialogue and settings, from the upmarket aquarium vendor with its lush bioluminescence corporate meeting room to the neighborhood park and swimming pool that is the heart of Brooklyn's Peruvian immigrant community. Flores is deeply suspicious of her mother's relationship with a married friend. Paula doesn't see that her daughter even has a life outside of work. The central question of the book, how do we move on after loss, is not easily answered. Yet in the end, Rivero offers hope to both her characters and her readers. As Mary Poles pointed out in the New York Times, how Flores and Miss Paula independently navigate their jobs allows them to come together. And when they do, Rivero delivers a pleasingly heartwarming resolution with a useful message about not jumping to conclusions about one's parents. The Kirkus reviewer dubbed our second book a quirky family story told with wit and wisdom, shades of Ann Tyler or Elizabeth Strout. It's called Underburn, a debut novel by Bill Gaithwaite. Iris is a 73-year-old former beauty queen who aged out of a middling acting career to become a realtor years back. She's not close with her 42-year-old son, Frank, but on the other hand, she's not close with anyone. She cut ties with her family in Maine when she moved to Hollywood. Her husband, Eric, has been dead for years, and Iris is far too stiff and judgmental to have anything remotely like a friend. So when the home Frank shares with his 25-year-old boyfriend, Logan, so startlingly handsome that his appearance can cause temporary amnesia or the appearance of electrocution, burns to the ground, Frank knows the welcome they will find at his mother's will be far from effusive, though he also knows she will take them in. Logan, who has a continuing role as a featured extra in the television series Windsor Valley High, is as friendly and outgoing as Iris is cold and reserved, and after many uncomfortable conversations and icy rebuffs, they find their rhythm screening old movies in what Frank dubs the Iris Flynn Film Society and Lecture Series. This static situation has gone on for several weeks when Iris receives an email from her estranged sister in Maine that opens the door for a lively second act, bustling in new characters, locations, and backstories. Gaithwaite does a fine job with his central trio, keeping Iris just this side of hateable, making Logan less stupid than stereotype would suggest, and in particular, fleshing out Frank's recovering addict history and persona in a moving and believable way. The Hollywood ending he bestows on them doesn't hurt a bit. The books are Flores and Miss Paula by Melissa Rivero and The Underburn by Bill Gaithwaite. You can find more information about these titles in our podcast at wypr.org or wherever you get your podcasts. The Weekly Reader podcast is made possible by the Ivy Bookshop. For The Weekly Reader, I'm Lisa Morgan. And I'm Marian Winnick. <laughs>